Fest Radio on RampFestRadio.com. We're, we're not number one. God is. We may not be the best, but our purpose is to lead you to the best. Jesus Christ. www.RampFestRadio.com. Old school to new school. Classics to exclusives. Gospel, hip-hop, music, and videos. Live video interviews Monday nights at 8 p.m. Monday nights at 8 p.m. Watch. Watch. Learn. Learn. Love. Love. Support. Support. RapFest Radio on RapFestRadio.com. 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 Yeah. I was nine years old when daddy first touched me At 15 I ran away and never stopped running I met a man who took me in cause I was pretty though It said that you can make some money in my video I get high and drunk just to make it through a show And act like I'm enjoying it but really this is all a show I feel degraded, purity all I know, I really hate it Mr. Minor, are you listening? I know that you're a Christian And got computer programs to block me from your vision And every time you watch me, you say that I'm the issue Your pastor preaching about how not to let me catch you slipping But maybe I'm a victim Maybe I'm just trapped in the system And next time you pray, maybe I might get a mention Before you talk about me, remember that I'm lost And your secret pleasure coming at a cost Dear Mr. Christian, I know you're on a mission I know you say the answer to my problem is religion I know I'm supposed to change the way I live and stop sinning But I'd appreciate it if you take some time to listen Dear Mr. Christian, I know you're on a mission I know you say the answer to my problem is religion I know I'm supposed to change the way I live and stop sinning But I'd appreciate it if you take some time to listen Dear Mr. Christian Oh no Man, I'm on that chronic, higher than a comet Sipping gin and tonic, drinking till I vomit Tatted on my arms, like, tatted on my face, yeah Pants hanging low, uh, Nina on my waist, uh, I be slinging sauce, plus I got that hard Die for my hood, ride for my boulevard I got love for my dogs, but never for these girls It's M-O-E, cause money rule the world But Mr. D1, I grew up from it, so my pops get killed in front me So my mama do dope in front me, felt like ain't nobody love me Uniform dirty, dressing for me, went to school, they call me ugly Called the bus, they used to jump me, God, I just pray to you Sunday Now it's Monday I'm starving, sip sour milk out the carton Talk to myself while I'm walking Should I put myself in the coffin? I don't know All I grew up with is trouble Ain't no no role models I knew the struggle Yeah, Mr. Christian, I know you're on a mission I know you say the answer to my problem is religion I know I'm supposed to change the way I live and stop sinning But I'd appreciate it if you take some time to listen yeah, Mr. Christian, I know you're on a mission I know you say the answer to my problem is religion I know I'm supposed to change the way I live and stop sinning But I'd appreciate it if you take some time to listen Yeah, Mr. Christian <clears throat> Excuse me I don't quite understand ya Propaganda and banter and all of this empty chatter huh. And amidst these amens, hallelujahs and shuck and jivin' 
I see a lot of hypocrites and hypercriticizing Mr. Lecrae, my mama sold me up the river for some rocks And daddy told me I was nothing but a problem Now here you come telling me I'm a low-down, dirty sinner And you got the nerve to wonder why I'm in these streets robbing Well, gon' get Batman and gon' get Batman I don't need to be judged by you and all of your whack friends Ain't gluttony a sin, why you staring at my gin? Where I'm from, we don't pretend, we know we ain't Trust me, and these streets done crush me. Thought you were known for love, but you just love the judgment. Truth is, ironically, you need me around though. Cause otherwise, you got nobody else to look down on. Dear Mr. Christian, I know you're on a mission. I know you say the answer to my problem is religion. I know I'm supposed to change the way I live and stop sinning. But I'd appreciate it if you take some time to listen. Dear Mr. Christian, I know you're on a mission I know you say the answer to my problem is religion I know I'm supposed to change the way I live and stop sinning But I'd appreciate it if you take some time to listen Dear Mr. Christian Welcome to the Heat Academy Yeah Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back. What a back. way to start the show. Welcome back to Rap Fest Radio after a week off. No two. better way to... S- two weeks off. Two weeks. All oh, right, we had Mario. two weeks off. Right. Last week. Right, okay. two weeks off. Wow, we were on vacation. Yeah, and we didn't even go time. anywhere. We didn't know anything. Wow, we forgot. We might have to go sure. again. <laughs> we might have to go again. But yeah, welcome Rap Fest Radio. Rapfestradio.com here on a Monday night. Um... Episode number 146, I believe it is, something like that. Jay Skywalker in the building. You just yeah, finished listening to a brand new song by Derek Minor featuring D1 and Lecrae called Dear Mr. Christian. Wow. It's crazy. It was going to start again. I should have let it play again. Play <laughs> all night. Just the whole hour. Just sit here all night. Just listen. Just let everybody meditate. Yo. Um, serious stuff. Some serious stuff. Talk about it, man. No, I actually heard that track over the weekend. Um, I heard that they put one the song out and they just put the video. And off the top, I'm like, you know, this is stuff that uh, we've been talking about with a lot of the artists that come on and talk right. about what they're kind of going into their music and what they want to really reach, you know. And you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, we were just talking how we've had conversations before about what you've been working on with your mm-hmm. new music, and it's. It's something that you, we've, you know, there's been tracks like this a couple times, but mm-hmm. not so deep. And I think right. even this, for this track, the, the angle that they took for each artist to just relay a certain visual, really, mm-hmm. for you on, on the, the type of people that we deal with in the church. Mm-hmm. These are people that are in the church. These are people that are right outside the church. These are people right in your family. Mm-hmm. And in reality, like they said in the track, you know. The person is claiming and, and declaring, I know I need to change, but I just need you to listen to me real quick. Like, right. I just need you to listen. You got your job, you're in the church, you're in ministry, you're involved, you're doing your thing, but I'm struggling with this part-time job, maybe I'm struggling with the drugs, I'm struggling with getting out of the crack house, I'm struggling with this, and, and, and you gotta understand, this is just where I'm at right now. So yeah, I know I need to get out of it, but maybe I do know, maybe I don't know. I just need you to listen and, and pray for me, like help me out. Like it's just and it's just so crazy. Like it made me think about the people that I've dealt with, like in my life, just for a second. Right. I'm not even you know, and just kinda looking at man, I, I haven't called this person in a while. Maybe I should give him a call. Maybe I should say a prayer for this person real quick. You right. know, even f- so for me, you know, involved in ministry, involved in, in rap fits, involved in music, involved in whatever the case may be, just knowing the people that I'm coming in contact with now, it's just something that was like a 
an eye-opener, a wake-up call that's kind of been done a couple times by a lot of people, but it's another like, one, like, hey, don't, don't forget. forget. Yeah, don't forget. <laughs> the the thing is, I think, I think we went, like, you know what I mean, I, especially in the, the Christian hip-hop community, I know a lot of times we, our mantras, you know what I mean, we're in it, but we're not of it, like, and we've always been, like, adamant and trying to, to show that we're not of it. But I think we went too far, you know what I mean, in trying to not be of it, that we've disconnected ourselves from what real people are going through, real life. You know what I mean? These are people that, some of these people are in our families. And for the sake of not being of it, we've cut even members of our own family off. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the sake of not trying to be contaminated, you know what I mean? Not trying to look unholy. We don't hang around it. Like we say that all the time in our songs. We don't hang with the same people. We don't do the same things. And don't get me wrong, you're not supposed to do the same things and stuff like that. Right. But the, the very reason why we're still in the world, I believe, as Christians, is for that purpose. We're only, the only reason I believe Christians are in the world is to reach others. I think that's our only purpose here in the right. Like if it was just about, you know what I mean, relationship with God and being saved, if that was it, then he could have just taken us as soon as we accepted him. But, <laughs> right. but we're true. still here for that purpose of reaching and affecting and impacting. And that's exactly what Christ did when he was here. You know what I mean? That's yeah. exactly what his mother was. It goes far beyond the, just the genre of hip hop. Right. I think mm -hmm. that it's become a mindset of the church Mm -hmm. And it's so sad because if the church gets into this spiritual superiority complex, mm -hmm. we're never going to reach the world. And we can't, what's the use of light within light? Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, no right. Nobody yeah. sees it. <laughs> you know, yeah, no one sees it because, you know. It's light everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, so, you know, it makes no, it, 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 it kind of defeats our, our mission that God gave to us. Mm -hmm. You know, we forget that that was something that, that Jesus gave to us and, and he said, go out. You know, go out. And he didn't say create events within the four <laughs> walls for the church, for the church people within the walls. Mm -hmm. He said, go out. And I'm not knocking. That's good because mm -hmm. fellowship within the brethren mm -hmm. is relationship. But let's not be an exclusive society. Exactly. Exactly. Secret society. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a message that has to continue being brought out you know i wouldn't mind one of these tracks every year or maybe two you know like we just need to just run through the streets like you know That's because it. like it's, it's it's really a shame like you know what i mean and like you it, you live in neighborhoods where you know what i mean people get into gang activity this and that and the other like right in my neighborhood like maybe two weeks ago a 16 year old girl got shot you know what I mean? Just leaving her sweet 16 party and you start, oh, yeah, like, sure I, I, like I, I sit and I think, it's like, you ask the question why, you know what I mean? It's like you have to put yourself in the mind of, you know what I mean? Sometimes we've been saved so long, we've, we've lost understanding of what it's like to be alive without Christ. You know what I mean? Like, when you face depression, when you feel like you're less than anything, when you feel like, like you're not good enough, how do you... How do you deal with that as someone who doesn't have Christ? What do you do? Right. You go to gangs because they make you feel welcome. They make you feel like your family. You know what I mean? It's nothing to spend $250 on sneakers because as soon as you put them on and you step on a block, you feel like everybody makes you feel like, you know what I mean, like you're a million bucks. You know what I mean? So, so you'll go and you'll spend your last $250 right. because yeah. it does something for how you feel. And the truth of the matter is, yes, we as Christians know that Jesus is supposed to, you know what I mean, give us that that, you know I mean, sense of significance, but for those who don't have Jesus, what do you expect? They're searching for that same thing. Right, and that, that's where the church community comes into play, mm -hmm. you know, and 
I go back to one of the tasks in church nobody really likes to do, but does it anyway, the ushers. Mm -hmm. As soon as someone walks in through the doors of a church, they have to be greeted with that acceptance of community like mm -hmm. a gang would. They have to almost be, recognize the fly kicks the brother mm -hmm. has on. You know, like, yo, those are hot sneakers. You need a seat. How many people? Three of you? Come on. Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> Forget about everything else. I mean, mm -hmm. we very easily, the church has for many years, you know, said, come, you know, come as you are, we'll change you. Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed to come as you are, let God change you. Exactly. You know, the funny thing is, um, the church I go to, I go to New York Dream Center, the pastor of the LA Dream Center um like that like it's funny like that's the day I decided to join that church was because I heard um Pastor Matthew Barnett do a message and he started he titled the message um belong then believe mm -hmm. and as soon as I heard that because it was like at, up to this point I was still just a visitor you know what I mean like I, I like what they were doing in the community and stuff like that so I was curious and went like that but I was like, you know, I mean, you gotta make sure it's not a, not anything weird going on. Right, 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 right. So like, when he said belong then believe, I'm like, whoa, hmm, yeah, let me get my stuff just in case I gotta break out. You know what I mean? But it, it changed my whole concept of discipleship, of ministry, of evangelism, because what he said is like, how how did the disciples knew Jesus was God? Did he show up like, yeah, I'm Jesus, come follow me? That's not what he did. He said, come follow me. He just said, come. That's it. Right. And as they live life with him, they recognize who he was right. because of his actions, because of the power, and because of the authority, you know what I mean, in his life. He didn't say, let me teach you on how to be a Christian. He modeled it. Right. You know what I mean? And in his modeling life in front of them, they caught on like, wait a minute, this is not a regular guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And, and, and that's the amazing thing. And that's who we ought to be as Christians. It's not so much of like, okay, wait, yes, yeah, I know you have some issues, but you know, I mean, how about you get a longer skirt before you come here? How about you do that? How about you cover up those tattoos? Mm, yeah, those jewelry. No, we don't really do that over here. You know, what I mean, you're you're putting all these prerequisites on salvation without maybe maybe without even knowing. But that's kind of what we do. You like, yeah, you can get saved, but before you can come here and receive Christ. You need to, you know what I mean, lengthen your skirt, you know what I mean? Right. You need to act a certain way, dress a certain way, like take your hat off, this and that and the other. And don't get me wrong, I understand there's rules, there's, there's reasons for things. I'm not saying no, but the fact of the matter is what's more important, your rules or this person's soul? Right. Yeah, and yeah. it goes back to... I have a question. You mentioned the Dream Center is the church you go to, mm -hmm. and, and they're very evangelistic. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, their church out in, in Cali, Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, the work they do is phenomenal, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm sure they bring this into the new in the New York area. Mm -hmm. We were involved with them for a little bit, and they mm -hmm. did a lot of outreach. Because of your involvement with with them, mm -hmm. has it somewhat changed your mindset of when you're writing your target audience, oh, how you write the music? It changed everything. <laughs> it changed. It's like, like it's. Like, I know everybody says, yo, my church is the best and stuff like that. And I don't want it to sound like that, but truthfully, it... My church is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. You know I mean? but, but truthfully, it really just changed just my worldview, my outlook. It really helped me love people. Because a lot of times when, you, when it gets down to it, like, the brand of Christianity that a lot of us grew up with is not really about love. It's not really about people. It's about the appearance of holiness. Because it's not even really holiness. It's just about putting up this appearance that we don't want to get tarnished because we want the world to see us a particular way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
And when that's your focus, you one, you're doing more harm than good, and two, you're lying to yourself. Because you're putting all this effort in pretending to be holy instead of being real and actually becoming holy by letting God, you know, right, right. letting God in. And that's what it really boils down to is like whatever the, the most important thing that I've learned is like like I came from the, the church that, I, that I, I'm the, the brand of Christianity that I'm used to is like, you know, go out there, preach to people, hand them tracks, this and that and the other. You know, what I mean, but like um, with the Dream Center, you, it's, there's no tracks. You go, you scrub people's floors. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I've you been serve. in people's house. Yeah, you're serving. You're in people's house scrubbing their floors, and you don't have to convince them about Christ after that. Right. You don't have to sell them anything after that. They ask you, okay, why are you here? What are you doing this? Oh, you're at church? Yes. What time is your service? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. It's, it's straight up. That's I what it is. Like, your church, you know what I mean? Because they're flabbergasted that you care enough mm-hmm. to come to my house pull my pull my stove out and clean all the junk behind it you know what i mean it's not just oh we're here to make ourselves feel good like if all you're there for is to make yourself feel good you'll quit after two weeks right, <laughs> you right. know what i mean it really has to be about commitment about a passion for people and to really see lights change lives change which reminds me that we haven't moved our stove in a while <laughs> i got you i got you man i got you you know i got my broom in the car <laughs> Well, let's turn. Let's take the, uh, the roaming camera. You know, yeah. you know, put him to the test. You know, speak without words. You know, let your actions. Let's after yeah. two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After like, two oh, minutes. My, my asthma. About my that. Asthma. Yeah. yeah. About that. Only on Sabbath. You know. What I mean? Like you already said, you don't need that to be clean. You, know, yeah. you clean your own. We'll 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 backslide just for you to clean it. You know? <laughs> See if we come back. No, but it's it's you know. Uh, one quick thing also about that uh, belong then believe it works it definitely does work but the leadership has to believe that belong then believe works mm-hmm. because the top, you can you can hurt your own congregation by trying to just accept people if you're not ready for that, ch- that change yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen that happen as well, mm-hmm. where people try to adapt that belong, then believe mm-hmm. uh, concept or strategy, if you want to call it, and it backfires. Because now the people that feel like they belong, they belong, but they don't fit into what we had here previously. Mm-hmm. So now we're like, mm, that's a little too much. We're not ready for that. And now all those people that thought they belonged are being pushed back and pushed back mm-hmm. and pushed back to a point that there's not gonna get they're not gonna have a chance to believe because they don't even feel like they belong. And I, I've witnessed this, you know, firsthand. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's really scary. It's a great thing. I think mm-hmm. all churches should should do that. It's mm-hmm. like Pastor Jordan would say, just come as you are. I don't care. Just come. Mm-hmm. You know, just come. Let God do it. I ain't changing you. God's gonna change mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what it all takes. It, it really. Everything starts from the leadership down. Whoever the leadership is, no matter what you're saying out of your mouth, like I, I said a, minute, uh, a little while ago, it's all about modeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think, I can't remember where I heard it, like if 75% of your communication is nonverbal, then what does that say? Like only 25% of your words, even like, and, right. as, a, and as a parent, you know what I mean? It, it means even more to me. Like I could tell my kids all day, don't do this, don't do that, don't do the other. But if I'm doing it, then there's no way they're going to listen to what I'm saying. They're going to do what I do. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the way it is in all communication, in all relationship. It's not about what you say. It's about what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're, you know I mean? 
your your talk your your talk and your walk have to match up. I know it's cliche now, but you know you have to, you have to walk the talk. Like you have to walk it. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's more important to keep your mouth shut and do it. You know what I mean? Than opposed to talking and not doing it. Even Jesus' example. He didn't talk the disciples to death telling them, this is who I am, exactly. I'm going to do that. No, follow me. Exactly. Follow. Look what I've been doing all this time. That's why, like, you know what I mean? In times when they didn't get it, he's like, like, are you still, like, haven't you been with me all this time? Right, like, right. haven't you seen me? Like, like, you know what I mean? It's all about modeling, and I think that's really what the world needs is, they like, they know what's right and wrong. They, they, they know what the church's stance is on just about every issue. They know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? What they really need to know is do we love them? You know, right. do we care enough that, you know what, sometimes they don't have enough to eat? Do they care, do, do we care that sometimes they're scared that somebody's gonna kick in their door with a gun in their hand? What are they supposed to do? Like, a, a young person asked me that question just recently. Like, if somebody kicks into my house, you know what I mean, with a gun, like, you know what I mean, what am I supposed to do? I should have a gun too, one like that. And is it's, it's a, something that I said a little while ago is like at the end of the day everything boils down to like just two really important questions that charge your whole life do you believe God is who he said he is and do you believe he can do what he says he can do and your answer to that question even as a Christian and not just your textbook answer but your real life answer changes it, it charts the course of your whole life like if you really believe you know what I mean, that God can protect you in any situation, then why do you need a gun? If you read the book, if you read the Bible, and you see God confusing armies to the point where they're killing themselves, if you believe that's the same God you serve, then you don't need protection if you have God, if you really believe that. If you really really believe that all things work together for your good, if you really truly believe that and, and base your life on that, then what are you worried about? You know what I mean? And, and that those are the, like, as Christians, is something that I think I heard somebody else say, like, even if just Christians, not even the unbelievers, if just all Christians live like God is who he said he is, mm-hmm. the word will be drastically different. Yep. yep, we said that in our very first young adults meeting. Imagine if all of us honestly and truthfully believed every single word that's in scripture, like, mm-hmm. for real, for real, for mm-hmm. what it is. you know, for what it is, like, this is... God said it, I believe it. Let's mm-hmm. go. You know, mm-hmm. but many of us are not there yet. Yeah, and it's, it's really a process. And, and the same thing I was saying to the young man I was talking to is like, listen, you know what I mean? You're new at this. I'm not going to expect you to, you know what I mean? This is not love at first sight <laughs> as far as like, you know what I mean? I just met you and all of a sudden I know everything about you. It's not gonna, it doesn't happen that way. And that's why it's like grace and, and love covers a multitude of sins. It's like, you know what I mean? Um, not everybody's at the same place, and we just as we we want to have grace for the unbeliever, we also have to have grace for believers who aren't really right. there yet. You know what I mean? So is that that's what we do? We just live based on that grace, like you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not quite there yet, but I can't be mad at you for that. Right, and, and yeah. that's, it's so funny because that's what Pastor George has been so preaching the last though. five weeks. Mm-hmm. The whole message of forget what you heard, you know, um, and it's all related to grace, God's grace, you know covering us mm-hmm. you know god's grace that we can we can abide in god's grace free in you know grace. be free in god's grace but people could also abuse god's grace mm-hmm. it's like I've, I've that's a question that's crossed my mind a lot of times like you know what i mean especially like since you know what i mean the topic of grace is becoming kind of the cool topic now you know what i mean it's becoming it's becoming like the trending topic and mm-hmm. a lot of like you know what I mean, especially tv ministries and trending now and you know what i mean if you if you 
if you take it wrong, you can, but at the end of the day, right, if you truly love God, and I can't tell you whether you love God or not, right? but if you truly love God, you're not going to intentionally abuse that abuse God. It's just like, it's more and more like I'm, I'm comparing our relationship with God with, to our relationship with, with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I compare it to my relationship with my wife. You know what I mean? I know my wife loves me to death and you know what I mean? I screw up quite often, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? And she forgives me. But, so can I take that as an excuse to screw up all the time because I know she will forgive me? Right. No, because I'm ruining that relationship. You know what I mean? Because every time you, when you purposely do stuff like that, you know what I mean? You're driving a wedge in that relationship. And it's the same thing in our relationship with God. If we, if we think that abusing God's grace is going to improve our relationship with Him, you know what I mean? That makes no sense. You know what I mean? And it, like I was saying a little earlier before we got on the air, is like the way I look at sin is sin is just that, that space between you and God, that distance between you and God. That's my, you know what I mean, working definition of it. So if you abusing God's grace is putting space between you and God, like, who are you really hurting? Sure. You know what I mean? You're not damaging God. God is not losing any power because <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. not as close to Him. Like, that's one thing I have to remind myself all the time. Like, we're not doing God any favors. We're not here, you know what I mean? God is still God whether we're here or not, whether we worship Him or not, whether we, you know what I mean, whether we act like it or not. You know what I mean? Like, even our worship of God is not for God's benefit. It's for ours. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, when it comes to abusing God's grace, like, I really try to stay far from judging another person's relationship with God because right. I don't know your heart. Right. You know what I mean? But God, Who are we to judge you know what I mean? Exactly. Right. But if you know that you're taking God lightly, mm -hmm. I promise you, you're not doing yourself any favors by doing that. But it'll show. It'll show. I think it, it, that's the thing where I, I, I hear what you're saying about not. You know, you can't judge it. But I think the other part of it is you're, it's visible in a lot of situations lately too, where it's clear that. You know, again, you're gonna show your fruit whether you're doing right. I, I, doing I, I definitely show. I believe that 100. percent I believe I think, that. 100%. I think that's just you know, it's it's unfortunate, but I think in the end it goes to where you know if your heart is there, mm -hmm. it's gonna be clear. Because you know what I, I've and God has been showing me as of late is that this relationship with God is is not just about it's not as mystical as we make it seem. It's not about you know what I mean. God or far, like, okay, if you do this, I'm going to bless you, or if you do that, I'm blessed. It's not, it, that's part of it, yes, and God does bless you, you know what I mean? But what I'm beginning to find is that in following God's design for things, in and of itself is a blessing. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you pattern your life after the, what God has set in place, you know what I mean? It's not about, oh, if you do this, you're going to go to hell, or if you do it. If you live life in this particular way, you will be blessed because that's the best way to live. Right. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, we can make it simple. Like, let's talk about sex before marriage. God is not sitting there, you know what I mean, with a special place in hell, you know what I mean, ready to toss you if you had sex before marriage. But if you follow that pattern, you'll find yourself with a lot less issues. Most likely you won't have any, you won't have any baby mama issues. Right. You know what I mean? After you're married, you won't have, you won't have issues with everybody in your circle has been intimate with you and your, your, your spouse has to deal with everybody around you is knowing right, you right, alone. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's just simple, practical, common sense. You know what I mean? When you really look at it, even when you get into tithing and, and, and your money and being a good steward and stuff like that, 
it's not even so much like if you tithe, then God will just bless you because you tithe. No, if you do that, if you follow that pattern, you know what I mean? It, it will, in and of itself, is a blessing because you're learning to be a good steward of money in general. Mm. You know what I mean? If you learn to set aside this for God first, and you learn to set aside this for yourself, and you learn to do this, it's not just God is mystically blessing you. You're learning how to be a good steward. You're learning to be responsible. And that's the best way to live. So let, let me ask you a question. And I mean, and this is not a, a written in stone answer, mm -hmm. I expect. Mm -hmm. You mentioned before that the trending thing now seems to be, mm -hmm. you know, grace and maybe to an extreme of abusing grace. Mm -hmm. What does it benefit any church leadership pastor to promote a message like that? Like, you know, what do you think they're, they're getting out of? Well, the thing is, like from a negative sense, like I, I could see being possible that if, you know what I mean, you make Christianity look easy, you know what I mean, to a certain extent that, you know what I mean, you can get more people in your doors, which means okay. more money, this and that, yeah, Numbers, others, yeah. you know what I mean, you'd be able to, you'd be able to do a sentence like David did and be like, oh, <laughs> like I have this vast congregation. <laughs> you know, that's you know? scary. I think I get scared when I see. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's exactly my point. <laughs> that scares me when I see, learn how to get your ministry from 50 to 1,000 people. I've seen I, stuff I don't like that. Why would you want that? I don't that? understand that. It's crazy. Like, like even if you do want to see the your community affected, and yes, the community around you grows where they're more involved. I understand that, but I don't understand that. that why is that the point of going to see you or listening to you? I, I don't understand that. And, and and that's a crazy thing. And it's like I have to say that I'm sure most people start off, especially in their humble beginnings, with their heart being right and what like that. And you know, I mean, down the line, people get tripped up, just like David did, just like every great person in the Bible. You know, what I mean, you start off when you didn't have anything. You know, what I mean, you know, what I mean, you were a gung ho gangster Jesus all day. You know, what I mean, right, right. but you know, what I mean, when when you're, when you're struggling, you know, what I mean, when your <laughs> bank account starts stacking and what like that, and you start seeing like I got this, I got that. You know, what I mean, it's easy to take your eye off God. It's like even my wife and I were talking about. You know, I mean, when it said, talks about um, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than right. for a rich man to come to heaven. And it's like, and it's not even about being wealthy. It's not even the issue there. The issue is who are you depending on? Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you know what I mean? When you look at your congregation and see, like, you know what I mean? I got 10,000, you know what I mean, showing up on a Sunday one like that. You can gauge how much tithe money you have coming in. You know what I mean? You can say, like, yeah, it's not a problem for us to buy that, pay for that, this, that. Like, and without even knowing it, your dependence is turning from depending on God and praying for miracles and, you know, praying for God to provide and open doors to, like, okay, I can guarantee this amount of money on a Sunday, so... I don't even have to ask God anything. I know how much money I'm getting, so I know I can do this, I can do that, I can do the right. other. And that's how it's like, it's, it's the subtle shift away from depending, depending on God to depending on yourself, depending on finances, depending on your bank accounts. And I think that's where the real danger is. Matter of fact, my pastor spoke on that just on Sunday, you know what I mean, on what mammon is. You know what I mean? Actually, it was, he, he didn't even preach. He played a, a, a video sermon from someone else. I can't remember the guy's name. It's bad I don't remember his name. But he was talking about mammon is, is more than just, it's not, it's not just money. It's a spirit. And that's oh, why the only thing. Young? I, I heard him talk about that before. So I, I, I don't, possibly, I, I, yeah, I really I can't remember. remember. But he was saying it's a spirit mm -hmm. because there's only 
that's the only place in the Bible where it, where it says you can't serve God and Mammon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there are two rivalry gods, and right. at the at when it all boils down to it, that's the spirit of the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you when you get to the point where you can depend on money, you can't depend on money and depend on God. You can't like look at yourself and and look at yourself and say like I have this much money in my bank account. You know what I mean? You're trusting money. You're trusting your job. Like even, and it's not even, like I said, it's not even about being rich because I was telling my wife just earlier today, like there's a lot of people without money that whole lives revolve around money because you make your decision based on how much money you have. You don't make a decision based on how big your God is. You make a decision based on how much money you have, on how much overtime you can work. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you, you design your whole life and whatever you're patterning your whole life at, after that's your God. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. People are probably like, "Yo, isn't this a hip hop radio show?" Yes, it is. And this is what we talk about: real life issues. You know, because even as artists, as radio hosts, producers, and all of that, there are issues that we go through in everyday life. Mm -hmm. And you know, our purpose here on this show is to help you maybe explore some avenues you haven't yet, or even look into some stuff that you never even realized you were doing that's either good or bad and you know and investigate and open up your mind to to say you know what let me let me look into this and exactly. we we encourage you always to go you know read scripture and do your own yeah. research don't take what we say as the final word this mm -hmm. is you know although we don't consider this to be entertainment we're not the final authority on any mm -hmm. of these topics these are right. just our opinions our thoughts our our experiences with God through church through mm -hmm. you know through prayer but um definitely some good stuff man <laughs> it's you know, and, and it's it's a it is a trending topic. You know, grace uh, for sure. You know, and it's funny because again, Pastor George just did a whole a six six sermon series mm -hmm. on grace and show grace through all different types of Bible stories. Sunday was funny. <laughs> this is how we do it. He said, "All right, we taught you all about grace. Now go out and live. You know, mm -hmm. live like that. Live free, mm -hmm. um, but very careful." Yeah. Good stuff, man. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, by the way, that's Jay Skywalker. I don't even know how to introduce him. Introduce yourself now. Yeah, introduce yourself now. We, you see Bizzle? Oh, I was going to say Bizzle. Uh, that's uh, Derek Miner's fault. Yeah. That's Derek great. That's, yeah, that, that's what is thought-provoking music. That's good. And that's, that's, really, really, that's really what we should be about. You know what I mean? As Christians, you know what I mean? It's not so much about preaching, but, you know what I mean, just displaying the gospel, presenting the gospel, and presenting in a way where it's not so much as we're preaching at you, but like, yeah, you're living that way, and maybe you think it's working out, but how about this? Have you seen this? You right. know what I mean? This may work out better. You know what I mean? It's worked out better for me. You know what I mean? That's, that's right. to me, like, kind of our what our present presentation of the gospel should be. Like, you know what I mean? This is God. He's changed my life. You know what I mean? Living, you know what I mean? Patterning myself after this system that he's, that he's shown me has radically changed my life for the better. You know what I mean? Maybe you should check it out. You know what I mean? Right. You should check it out. You know what I mean? Like... I'm obviously what you're doing or what you're experiencing may not be working out for you. I'm sure it isn't, you know what I mean? And this is better. Yeah, you know definitely I mean? good stuff. You know, we're going to get into one of your songs in a second. I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor because we're not going to have time to play videos and all that stuff. Uh, Nashville, Grateful Apparel. You can see it everywhere. Today. Wow. <laughs> and this was, was not planned. This was not planned. I mean, we always rock Grateful mm -hmm. something, uh, but... Jay Skywalker on his own. Yeah, uh, man. Actually, I don't like that shirt a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, Ray, Ray, Ray's my dude, man. Like even beyond, you know, what I mean, like we're collabing on um on a shirt for um for actually the song that we're gonna play. 
Um, so we have a, a, a shirt me and uh, Ray work together on. You know, I'm gonna say that's um, probably gonna be dropping pretty soon. Um, most likely for June-ish. <laughs> you know what I mean? June-ish. June-ish. Ish means any time in June. Not June 10th. June-ish. Just so you know. We're it's in, not we're June 2nd. Not June 10th. June-ish. The design is finished. You know June's mean? almost done. You know what I mean? The design is done and everything like that. But like, I really appreciate, you know what I mean? I don't want to make it a, 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 a grateful, a, a proud commercial. No, it's fine. Because we're not going to be able to play the other one. No, but Ray is really a good dude, man. And his heart is is really in the right place and, and what he does outside of the clothing line you know right. what he really yeah. does to change change people's lives is incredible yep. you know what I mean and I, I like I told him like you don't even talk about this stuff enough <laughs> you know what I mean no, we told him that for <laughs> you know many years yeah. you know I mean? like, dude it, and it's not even about promoting it or, or promoting yourself or like that what if people, so, yeah. if more people knew about it, more people can sew into it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? The home for, for, for guys who are, you know what I mean, trying to get their lives together. That's incredible. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? You hardly hear of, of entities outside of a church or some sort of, uh, some sort of, um, you know what I mean, humanitarian organization mm -hmm. doing stuff like right. that. You this know what I mean? Well, it, this, is just, this is one guy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like taking people in and transforming their lives. That's incredible. Yeah. And shouts out to you. Yeah, gratefulapparel.com, 360 house. Great Go stuff. buy every shirt that's on there. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, all nice. they're all nice. They're all really nice shirts. Wristbands, socks, skateboards, all that. Skateboards, <laughs> skateboards, everything. everything. <laughs> buy yeah. everything. Soon we'll be at like basketball, football, <laughs> you know, NFL, grateful. Also, shout out to God Belongs in My City, of course. You know, shout out to Triple Threat International Ministries yeah. as well. Shout out to Adorando Con Flow, Eric E. Yeah, check out adorandoconflow.com. You're going to hear more about that in the next coming months. Uh, Adorando Con Flow is going to be one of our sponsors for Rap Fest this yes. year as well. So we're excited about that. And Eric will be here. Don't forget Rap Fest 2013, August 10th to the Boogie Down Bronx. 20th anniversary yeah. is going down at Vidalia Park between Daly and Vice on 180th Street. Is an all-day Christian hip-hop event, free outdoors for your entire family. Yes, Special guests from all over the place will be there. So check out the site, rapfestinc.com, for more details. If you want to participate as a vendor or even want to get down on sponsorship, make sure you check out the site, rapfestinc.com. Click on the sponsorship tab. You'll have all the information yes. there. Or send an email to rapfestinc at gmail.com or contact unique, U-N-Y-C, at gmail.com. Yeah. And we'll make sure to get you any information you need to make your sponsorship Happen. Happen. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, the song we're about to play by Jay Skywalker is called Enoch Changing Addresses. Mm -hmm. Give us a quick rundown of what we're about to hear. Um, it's pretty much just, um, it's kind of a prelude to, to the kind of the direction that I'm taking. Not necessarily musically, but just topically, you know what I mean? It's just um, thinking eternally, you know what I mean? Hmm. As Christians, you know what I mean? Let's stop. We're, we, we, we have eternal life now. Let's stop thinking and, and using the mentality of just this current life. You know what I mean? It's, it's, about, it's about forever. Forever started the day you accepted Christ. You know what I mean? So that's pretty much what it's about. Amen. So check it out here at Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. The song is Enoch Changing Addresses by Jay Skywalker. We'll be right back with more. Yes, sir. Walk in the spirit, lead the flesh tied up. We was upside down, now we right side up. He paid a high price, so we owe him change. New walk, new talk, yeah, we change the way. New mind, new heart, yeah, we change perspective. Christians don't die, we just change the dress. Christians don't die, we just change the dress. 
change addresses. Wishes don't die, we just change addresses. Wishes don't die, we just change addresses. Wishes don't die, we just change addresses. This life will come to a dead end. Something like a cul-de-sac. Unless we get that change like we headed for the laundromat. Your friends, product to your environment. So we stay in God's presence, we spending quality time. We don't go more than on the court of the lawless man. I am calm and it's short. I got all I need, amen. Jesus, He is my portion. Plus, every soul is immortal, and death is only a portal. I seek to procure only what I can pay forward. This isn't religion. It's a system of living Where for your every need G.O.D. has made provision This isn't mystical Matter of fact, this is practical The gospel's down to earth So this flow is like a parachute By always I have left Trying to find me, you should check I'm in my father's house It is my forward in a dress I'm sure you know this I ain't perfect I got blemishes still But I'm trying to murder every spot Like I'm cruel in the field Change the world, then be the change that you wanna see. The blocks are getting shot up, it seems as if no one bothers. They die gonna leave that hood. Rest in peace to Mr. Rogers. Death in life, your choice. The course thing in between them. And my mission to be that soft. Don't confuse me with Angelina. From the block where they move drugs to the white hood cool club. They on the road to death, we stopping traffic like a school bus. We GPSing, we redirect them. To the son who lived and died and resurrected If it's true life is a show Then the after party seven So before you hit that door Make sure that you're on that guest list They don't need ID Your life is the proof Catch me in the VIP Vigorously in pursuit I'ma grind like it's a slow jam Jesus be the slow can Child like faith So I'm killing off that old man Vacate the cemetery. I'm an alien to this world, like my girl was Katy Perry. This world is on a crash course. I won't die, I'm a blast off. Cities in the heaven, homie. Take a look at my passport. Never did it drop, but you can bet I lived a high life. I'm living off that blood, homie. No twilight. Blood of Christ in my DNA. Only way that we see them gates. The Holy Spirit's checking hearts. So the light to the TSA. The truth when I rap on tracks, they lie to stack that cash to die is gain to a die every day. You can call that racks on racks. And my whole life it is entirely his, and I desire he and I to look like Siamese twins. Perfection is the aim, though I am yet to hit the target. But the grace of God it covers up my flaws like fresh carpet. Satan uses shame and our pain, and his aim is to take us out. But the gospel is good news, so this tour is like a paper route. 
Changing Addresses is the name of the song. That was Jay Skywalker. Yeah. So what, are you working on a new project now? Yeah, I'm working on a, um, a mixtape that should be out um, the first week of September. Um, is September-ish? Really, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Like, I have a September, like, I have, like I have a working date in my mind and one okay. like that, but um, I want to wait till I get a little further along. I have already like September about September 5th songs. is a good date. <laughs> I was birthday. born that day. <laughs> <laughs> So most likely it's gonna be September seventh. You know, what I mean, we we'll do a whole event and everything like that. That's not a word. That's a Saturday. Yeah, your the song is like Eli, not, not Eli. <laughs> Eli. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Book of Eli. Let me that. That's actually. That's for my mixtape. Oh, oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> when was the last time you released like a, f even just a full mixtape? Like a full, like at the, the full as in over over seven songs. Oh. Right. Uh, that was just my first album. Like, That's it. The Jedi. Like, the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Return that was, the Jedi was seven songs. Like actually, there were technically nine songs I did for that, and just like just before I put it out, I like scrapped two of them. Um, so, cause like even we appreciate it, that though. But that's, but that's what I do though. <laughs> I mean, like even with, um, even with my album, there were um, there were probably supposed to be like about fourteen songs on it. You know what I mean? And it's like, mm, I'm not completely confident about this. Scratch it, scratch that. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's important. Now, uh, you were part of a ministry that rapped at Ooh. Rap Fest in 1996. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell people, because I mean, people don't know the history of Rap Fest 100% like that. You know, and so any, any information we get is awesome. Not really, you know what I mean? Rap Fest to me is like the premier event on the East Coast as far as, you know what I mean? And like, I try not to make it about like, oh, it's the place to go get on or get hurt. Or <laughs> well, you, you can say that. It's okay. But, you know what I mean? But, you but it's, you know, tweet that a couple you know, times. You know, we can make believe you mean it. You know, but it's the truth, man. It's, like, it's, it's really been a staple for, for New York for 20 years. You know what I mean? It's like, it started, you know what I mean? I, I wasn't there the first day. Like, when I, the, when we heard about it, the day we, is when we tried to get on. And by the grace of God, we did. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? Then it was just in the, um, the parking lot. Right, um, the side, yeah, the little yeah. side parking lot. But, but the thing is, it was still, to me, like a huge event to me. Like, you show up and like it was this stage, and you know what I mean? There's like tables, and like, and it was a good amount of people there, you know what I mean? So it was like, like yo, this is like Mecca. Or something well, like and that, you know and to put it in perspective, back then, <laughs> there was nothing. Yeah. Exactly. There was nothing for the, especially for a bunch of rappers. First of all, there was nothing for a rapper to go rap at. You know, everybody was making beats like in the closet. Every, mm -hmm. It was like in closet rappers, you know. Like <laughs> Nobody knew they existed, existed. It was just, you know, a couple of artists here and there. Everybody thought they were the only ones. For real, because we really seriously thought, like, when I started rapping, I didn't rap because I heard, like, somebody else somewhere rapping. It's like, Same with it's, us. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, I started rapping in high school. Um, 
um, just fooling around, and, you know, when I should have been in class. But that's another story. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've all been there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, and but I never took it seriously. I was like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I know that. Like even even when you're in school and you're not really being Christ-like. In the back of your mind, you know you're a Christian, and there's a certain line you're not gonna cross. Like you're not gonna be a real Christian and have aspirations to be a rapper. So you know, what I mean? it's only like um, other a couple other guys in my church, um, who Adrian and, and Larry, you know, what I mean, who are the other members of the group, is like was a Christmas event and they got up and rap. I was like, I was like. Yeah, like, duh. That, duh. <laughs> like I could do that. You know what I mean? And that's really how the how the group started was um um Larry and, and Adrian. Adrian um, yeah, Glamour the Voice. Yeah, Glamour the Voice. You know what I mean? Who's about to drop something pretty soon? Like mm-hmm. he's been dropping it for like but anyways, <laughs> um, this year ish. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like um so it was him and his brother and it was um me and my sister actually. You know what I mean? And um, at one point, there were like three other members. At one point, there was like seven of us. Right. Like that. So when you guys <laughs> you know came to mean? Rap Fest, there was a Soldiers of Armageddon. Yeah. They were like, to me, it was like 20 guys. <laughs> yeah. And they all had like, the camouflage on. Yeah, came like, like stomping out like the sorority house. Like, it was step a bunch, team. Yeah, it was a bunch of us and went like that. And, you know, we had people rolling with us and went like that. And, you know what I mean? Back then, like like I said, we thought we were the only dudes just doing it and went like that. And then um, after we got around, we met Corey and, and, and Precise. Um, Actually, did you guys you guys rapped? I think at the first rap fest we had cross movement. I think was it was ninety six was or was it ninety five? I'm not. I don't think it was cross, cross movement. Was it. Okay, like, so I could be wrong because you know what? Because I remember meeting cross movement at an event. It probably wasn't rap fest. That's the, that's the funny thing because like where else would we meet them? Yeah, I think it was. I think that was the first you know, time that they had rock, they had rocked. And and that's the crazy thing. Like back then, it was like. We were like a um, like a, a few like just hood dudes. Like every rapper is mad like hood, and you know what I mean. Real, <laughs> you know what I mean. Real, you know what I mean. Even the girls were a little hood, you know. Yeah, it was very <laughs> tough, very you know tough. I mean? But but I know, you know my my pastor. It it took him like ten years. He was shaking his head like I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. Why do these guys look like that? It took him a while to mm-hmm. really understand it you know that's the thing but it's like that's the culture you come from you know what i mean and and the funny thing is about like how i'm gonna show up to the to the corner in a suit and tie and like really try to like as right off the bat people are gonna throw walls up like oh what is this dude about like you know what I mean? was he trying to sell me here sell me a vacuum cleaner like like what's yeah. going on over here like you be, like it's it's not about what you wear man it's, it's and a funny thing a funny thing for us is that you know, and I say this jokingly, of mm-hmm. course, but it, it is kind of funny. We used to confuse our neighborhood because mm-hmm. we would come and do rap fest this August, mm-hmm. bang, go crazy, and then like the rest of the summer we would have what was considered like a street service. So mm-hmm. we had the whole drums, tambourines, mm-hmm. the whole night out at the parking lot <laughs> singing Spanish songs. People were like, y'all, y'all just this hip hop event last week, you know? I mean, now it's like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, but right but you know, it's a little bit for everybody, which yeah, is the diversity is great. And that's really, and that's one thing I appreciate even about you guys is the, the commitment. Because, you know, I mean, I'm sure you guys have been through a ton of stuff. You know, I mean, as I'm sure every other ministry and ministers go through, and to, to stay faithful, you know, I mean, a lot of times, you know, I mean, when things get difficult, you know, I mean, you quit. You know what right. I mean? But, you know what I mean? And it's really a testament to you guys to, you know what I mean? To oh, we've quit. Happy. We've quit many times. We just keep doing it. <laughs> That's crazy. Quit, and then we go, okay, so how are we going to do this now? <laughs> yeah, after we quit, we're like, okay, we quit, right? Yeah. 
So now let's like volunteer to do this. <laughs> <laughs> man, and, and that's that's awesome, man. It really is. Cause like even myself, like you know, what I mean, doing it for this long, I've thought about you know, what I mean, eh, maybe it's time to hang it up, maybe chill out, one like that. But you can't quit your calling, like. You, you can't do it. <laughs> There's no way to do it. Man, and we like, could have a whole show on just that alone. <laughs> like, wow. you, like you, you can't just quit your calling. Like, if God has called you to do it and designed you to do something, oh, so true. Yeah. Like, like, what are you going to be what, what'd you say? if you're not going to be who you are? <laughs> can't take a sabbatical from your calling either. You can't. Like, you can't. You can't like, as much as you like, want. You might take a, like, even if you take a vacation, you're still going over it in your mind. I think every vacation I've taken, I've ended up rapping at some church <laughs> or doing something or doing no uh, rapping at some church somewhere you know north carolina washington south carolina, south carolina um puerto rico we did a puerto rico too we went on vacation and the whole family it was a whole family vacation we're talking brothers sisters mother everybody's there and okay we got to get there a certain time we got a radio interview after the radio interview we got a concert but, but we knocked it out in the first three days and enjoyed the rest of the week you know but yeah, you you can't take a rest. I mean, you're you're a Christian twenty four seven. You when you raise your hand and say, "Lord, I want you in my life," you signed up for life. Exactly. Your your God designed you for your purpose. And and one thing that I'm beginning to own now also is that your provision is connected to your purpose. So like, like let's say if if you have a boss and your boss is sending you on a business trip, he's not gonna send you on a business trip on your own on mm-hmm. your own money. He's going to give you the money that it takes to do it. He's going to give you everything you need. You need to rent a car. You need a room, blah, 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 blah. He's going to give you anything that for to do that. Exactly. <laughs> but if you go somewhere else, that has nothing to do with your job. They're not, that has nothing to do with them. And that's one thing that, I, that I'm really beginning to own now as, a, you know I mean, as someone doing ministry you know I mean, full time is that this is what God called me to do. Even if I was to say, like, nah, I ain't enough money and I go quit and do something else. Who's to say there's going to be money in that? That's not my calling. So, <laughs> so there's no guarantees right. over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But where God has placed me, there is a guarantee. The guarantee that he sent me, so he's going to take care of me. Whether it's done in a way that I'm familiar with or the way I pictured it or whatever like that. But I strongly stand in the scripture, you know what I mean? Never seen the righteous forsaken, though they see begging bread. That's and, the way it's been. And, and actually... Um, Bizzle actually posted a picture of Philippians 1 6 mm-hmm. today. Um, you know, he that began a good work was finished it unto completion mm-hmm. until the day that Christ returns. And just seeing that as a reminder just really helps you kind of hone in and just like, okay, you started it, you're going to finish it. <laughs> and, and, and then also, and then, I'm sorry, it was like mm-hmm. another reminder that I had even today was uh, listening to K Love, was um, they were just talking about, you know, when you're dealing with all these things that you're talking mm-hmm. about. You know, sometimes you begin to worry or, you know, wonder so much that you begin to stress. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why, you know, that only happens when you're not putting your complete trust in God. And you mm-hmm. said Proverbs 3, exactly. 6, you know, lean on your own understanding. Exactly. All your ways, acknowledge Him and He right. will direct you so that you won't be stressed. You'll just be able to, okay, God, you got this. Direct me now. You know, one thing, what I wanted to say is there are some ministers and ministries out there that have had to stop what they're doing, mm-hmm. but only because God was calling them to go on into something else. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm 100% behind those. Those other ministries that quit because nobody's buying their music, <laughs> they don't find enough places to rap at mm-hmm. and stuff, then you start to wonder should they have been there in the first place. Yeah, and, and really, man, um, like one thing that I've, I, I know about God is, especially in my life, is His agenda is always to make me more like His son. 
mm-hmm. right? So you might not be finding places, you know what I mean, to go rap at them or like that. Maybe you're just not grinding hard enough. Simply put, like right. maybe you're sitting there waiting for everybody to come call you when you need to put your pride aside and go pound the pavement. You know what I mean? At least for a season, you know what I mean? Especially starting out, like, dude, you're not going to just throw a song up and everybody's going to be like, oh, oh yeah, oh my Sunday, gosh. Yeah. You, know what mean? Survival. you know what I mean? Because I've, I've seen people take a lot of stuff to heart, and I can't even say seen a lot of people because there's times when I was like, dang, so I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, being just straight up. I'm available. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, what's for you is for you, and you can't be you can't be mad at anybody else's success. Right. Or you know what I mean? Like I've seen dudes get straight up bitter. You know what I mean about stuff and what like that. And at the end of the day, my man is like, first and foremost, if as a Christian you're being bitter about something. There's something messed up with your relationship with God, first and foremost. Which is exactly you know why I mean? you're on this side of it. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what it, that's where it starts, first of all. And second of all, you know what I mean? Nobody can take what's for you. What God has designed you to be, go, do, accomplish, that's only you're designed to do that. Whether it's, you might have visions of grandeur, which might not have been in God's plan for you, which may be the source of your frustration, you know what I mean? But... It's not like, again, from um, the sermon on Sunday, um, one thing that jumped out at me is like, God's most precious gift is people, souls. And that, again, is the, the difference between the, the spirit of mammon and, and, you know I mean, and, and being a follower of God. Like, mammon is all about money, about like how much I'm getting paid, this and that and the other. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with getting paid. But when that becomes your driving force, your goal, you're no longer serving God. Right. You know what I mean? And God's most, God puts most value on people. Money is nothing to God. But he died for people. Right. <laughs> you right, know what right, I mean? Right, right. You know what I mean? So if, you, if you're at a place where, you know what I mean, it's more important for you to make money than it is for you to serve God through serving people, then, yeah, you might have to take a back seat for a while until you straighten that concept out. And... You might not be able to be the one to decide to take a backseat. God might just shut you down, and right. you, you're getting mad at everybody else, and it's not their fault. God shut you down because your mind ain't right. Right, 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 That's so true. That's so true. And I think people also have a twisted, a twisted sense in their mind of what prosperity is. Yeah, that's that's a that's a whole long sermon. <laughs> that really is. For you, but, you know, know the it, it's, there's so many ways that you can prosper, and it's just not financially. Yeah. And, just because in your ministry you're not seeing the financial blessing of it, but just being in God's will and walking well, in the purpose God has for you will bring the flow of the Exactly. Blessing. You know, I just thought about it just now. Is there money in heaven? Like, after we die, what importance does money have? And that that shows you the perspective of where you should be looking at. Like, if it doesn't last after you die, then it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal to God, and it shouldn't be a big deal to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's really just <laughs> straight up, up and down. Like, you know what I mean? The only thing, what passes the grave? What makes it pass the grave? That's what you should be concerned about. You know what I mean? Money is only here for you to equip you to reach the real treasure, which is people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and going back to what I was saying earlier, whatever God has called you to do, he's going to provide for you to do whatever it takes. Like, I have no problem with dudes flying around in jets and all that stuff like that. This is not a big deal because it's not important. Right. You know what I mean? If you need a jet to do God, God's work, 
then by all means, God is going to give you whatever you need to do his work. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not my place to judge you whether you should have a jet or a Rolls Royce or whatever. That's Like, I have no clue how God is using that. God, like, I don't know God's mind in your situation, so I can't judge you on that. You know what I mean? If you're in a golden house, you know what I mean? Like... That's between you and God, my man. <laughs> you, know right. I mean? you know what I mean? All my job is, is to do what he sent me here to do. And if it's not about people, then I'm not doing what he sent me here to do. Good stuff, man. <laughs> we could be here all night. Yeah, really. Well, actually, we can't because it's already 9 o'clock. <laughs> but uh, definitely, I want to thank you for coming out. Uh, people know that you, they can get in touch with you on Twitter mm-hmm. as J Skywalker Music or mm-hmm. on Facebook, J Skywalker Music yep. and or I, Right Side Up ENT.com. Yeah, just, just today launched my personal website, jskywalker.com, so you can check it out. You can find oh, okay. it there, jskywalker.com. It has music, um, events, all that good stuff, everything you need, contacts. I mean, just to make some things simple, jskywalker.com. Jskywalker.com. Don't forget, mixtape coming out June-ish. Actually, that's September. Oh, September-ish. Sorry. The Grateful Apparel t-shirt is coming out. Oh, Grateful Apparel t-shirt is June-ish. Oh, yeah. And the mixtape is September-ish. Yeah. Full-length project, maybe next year-ish. Oh, yeah. Rapfest, August 10th. Yeah. You know I mean? I'll be there. August 10th. Um, Tenthish. Tenthish. <laughs> 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 now, but um, June twenty eighth in the Bronx. Um, actually, at the church that we had Raffles at last year. Um, I'm doing an event. Calvary? Calvary. Yeah, Calvary. Yeah, Calvary. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. So June twenty eighth. Uh, that's the paper. Yeah, the tour. paper art tour. Like I'm. That's an unofficial tour that I'm doing. Pretty much just running around the country. Just um, running. <laughs> pretty much just um, like we have dates in Connecticut, stuff going down. Um, things Who's working out for jerk. Um, for the June twenty eighth event, it's myself, it's Jay Cabasa. We also have Cipher from um, from Jersey. He's coming down too. Oh, okay. um, then I have Cypher. my man What's Conquest his... is gonna rock too, and also Brooke Lugo, Brooke Lugo Smith, I should say. Oh, before yeah, my, right. before my husband Smith. cuts me. So it's gonna be a dope event. You know what I mean? Come through. It's only five bucks to get in. You know what I mean? It's gonna be a great event. Um, and I'll be almost all new music from me. At that event too, so nice, good stuff. Good. You were gonna say something? No, no, no. I was just remembering the name. Oh, okay, cool, man. So again, don't forget. Next week we have oh, Swin. Uh, is it Swin? No, it is. Hold on. We're so talking about the track we're gonna play right now. <laughs> yeah, we have two tracks that we're gonna play for you guys back to back. Actually. Yavez, who's one of our special guests for Rap Fest, he has a uh, video out called Testify. We're going to watch that. And cool. right after that, we're going to watch another video, this one by Bizzle, called You Know. And again, shout out to Grateful Apparel, all up in that video. Yeah, Grateful uh, is, yeah, my man Ray is doing his thing right now. Fire Jaws <laughs> is next week. Oh, Fire Jaws is next week. And then, and then Eric. And, and then, then the week Eric. after is Eric E. Yeah. And then the following guests, That's we'll keep announcing yeah, the Swin. The following is Swin in July because we have the July 4th week. Mm-hmm. All right, so cool. Next week, Fire Jaws and the Blau. week after. Yo, have you heard, have you heard Blau? Nah, Blau I haven't heard by him. Fire Jaws. It's crazy. He's from Jersey too, right? Great. Yeah, he's yeah, a Jersey, it's my Jersey dude, man. I haven't, I haven't really linked up with him for a while. We've usually been chatting on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, That's good, good dude, dude man. Good dude. Yeah, good dude. Go. Yeah, he'll be at Rap Fest. So don't forget, Rap Fest 2013, 20th anniversary, August don't 10th to the Boogie Down Bronx. Go to RapFestInc.com and check out all the details. If you want to get involved as a sponsor, hit us up, RapFestInc at gmail.com or contact Unique, UNYC, at gmail.com for the details. In case you didn't hear it. Huh? UNYC, just in case why not I? You didn't say I, but you just in case. Y-C. Y-C. Uh, 
That's that's the email address. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Nope. We good. Go get you your good? God belongs in my city shirts, your grateful apparel shirts, and uh, show up to the triple threat event and come up to Rat Fest. That's, that's it. right. Adorando con flow. Adorando con flow. Cool. And That's testify everybody. by Yavis. And if you missed it, just go to holyculture.net, download the podcast. There you go. Uh, peace, Jay. Thanks for coming out, man. No problem, man. Thanks for Redfest having me. RedfestRadio.com. You will learn us because we are out of control. Here we go. <laughs>
broke. I got money and you are broke. You, you, you got money and we are broke. Let's say bang bang kill us. Bang bang kill us. Bang bang kill us. Let's say bang bang kill us. Bang bang kill us. We doing listening to this music got me finna lose it. You've been giving the voice and you just abuse it. Most of what you were spewing is useless. Coof with a roof missing, a few bricks and a loose clip and a two spitting and who dissing? Yo, check this out. No, you listen. Y'all gon' have to cook that crack you pitching in a new kitchen. So you say the rap game like the crack game. <laughs> True indeed. But hold up, if you the dealer, then who the fiend? I'm hearing you don't let your own kids hear your music, but it's cool if every Everybody else, kids, listen to it. The name Bizzle God over money is the movement. Bread and never influence the direction we see the youth in. A hundred rappers like, ooh, get em. A couple rappers are listening, feel I'm dissing cause the shoe fit em. But if you fit a pair, homie, you can get a pair. The shoe won't change unless your feet do. Get it clear. They saying hip hop's dead, let it die. This the birth of truth music, the death of lies. God over money. I rap too far. Seven boy act like you know, you know. Call nine uno uno. Then get them boys new clothes. The game gotta change on me. You know, you know, you know. So act like you know. For smuggling drugs, pimping and thugging in front of the nation A white boy shave his head, you think he a racist So if you tatty, don't get mad when they think you a gangster We all profile, homie, the only difference is Most of they point of references are negative images You throw a pair of glasses on, they figure you small You throw a rag on and cats gon' figure you hard But hold up, what if in every movie you saw The killers wore the glasses and the rags meant that you saw so if you not black and you rarely interact with us Rapper, hey, you swearing we strapped to keep crack with us So how you get mad at the stereotype of a believing a lie Without getting mad at the liars And I ain't saying the stereotyping isn't dumb But if you mad at him, then be mad at the one he gets it from They saying hip-hop's dead, let it die This the birth of truth music, the death of lies God over money, I rap too far Seven boy act like you know, you know Call nine, uno, uno Then get them boys new clothes The game gotta change on me You know, you know, you know So act like you know, you know, you know So act